Welcome to Pumpkin's Brain. I am Pumpkins. Welcome and enjoy my brain. Feel free to explore. Keep in mind there are other residents that live here, so be respectful and mindful of them because they do show up at random. But we're going to have a good time. I want you to relax. You see a nice comfy chair? You want to sit down? Sit down. Want to have cocktails? Let's have cocktails. There's a fully stocked bar. Whatever you want. And sometimes we get really bougie. If you feel the need, we have champagne up there. It's already chilled. Explore, explore, explore. Sit down and enjoy some quiet. Whatever you want to do. Uh-oh, I think I hear Contessa Violet. I can't say too much about her. You'll know who she is. She's, she's bossy. I hear her coming. She wears high heels. And she wears, like, depending on the day and what kind of mood she's in. She's like in a cat suit. Like Catwoman from Batman and Robin. And she wears high heels. It's awesome. <clears throat> now, while you're inside my brain, you will respect the brain. We don't use certain words in this brain of mine. N-word. You use the N-word, you will not be invited back. I think it's rude, and I think it's offensive. If you are part of a group that uses that word to each other, that is acceptable, but that is in your brain, not mine. Mind your manners. We don't GD it. It's blasphemy. I am not a religious person, but I do not like that. Anyway. Feel free to wander. Feel free to make yourselves at home. But just be respectful. I told you she was coming. That's Contessa Violet. She has a way. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I've got some uh, Blues Brothers music on Pandora. Shameless plug. Let's take a hit. Cocktails, whatever. And it's just such a relaxing. It's just so relaxing, this music. And and the humidity spiked up. And so today I'm fighting through a lot more pain than usual. And it's just, it's sad that and it, because of a fall, because of a fall, my brain thinks that I'm in the same amount of pain every single day of my life. And that's just the baseline. A hot, glowing anvil on my right hand, resting on it, on my arm. And a lead-spiked club just pounding it over and over and over again and pins and needles being stuck in that's my baseline every day weather changes stress the more I use my dominant right hand the more pain I'm in so today I'm fighting fighting through pain that's why we're just going to wander and see where we go we're going to have a little tour, get to know the brain a little better, and just see what comes up about it. This past weekend was Memorial Day weekend. I followed the rules. I stayed at home. And it was truly like Memorial Day weekend. We barbecued. 
right after he pulled the hot dogs. It poured rain. We ate we ate packaged cupcakes. <laughs> and then and then in case you um went back in my brain a couple of days ago, two nights in a row we had fireworks. If that doesn't scream Memorial Day weekend, I don't know what does. Oh, and I think, I think my husband found a beer in the fridge in the basement from like a year and a half ago. Ew. And he's a guy. He'll be alright. That's another thing. We're not sexist here. I tell my daughter, bitches be crazy, men are stupid. And she'll say, why? And I say, well... Men are stupid because they don't listen to the women the first time. She's like, and? I'm like, and bitches be crazy because men are stupid. <laughs> but, you know what? Um, she just laughs. Because she knows she's a good kid. Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, man, you're not really stupid. You guys are amazing. You build houses. I'm not saying women can't because a lot of women can. But me, I'm a man's woman. My husband, he's a guy's guy. Yeah, the all around. You call the guy, you're calling my husband. He's an electrical engineer. He's pretty damn good looking too. Gotta admit that. <clears throat> yeah. Every time I talk about him I smile. I am hopelessly in love with him. I don't like him to know that. Because then he starts acting up. And when he does silly stupid shit. Then he knows just. He's doing it just to irritate me. I look at him. And he's got the most beautiful blue eyes. I have ever seen. Um, and he flashes this cheesy grin. It makes my heart melt every time. But I can't let him know that. Because <sighs> in that moment it just irritates me. But I, you know, I just can't let him know that it melts my heart every time he does it. It's just it's so endearing and it's so sweet. Um, yeah, so now we're in the romantic area. Um, romance, I love romance. But, you know, everybody has their own idea of romance. Like my mom, she's 81. I'm so fortunate to have her and my dad. But... You know, like my mom, her idea of romance is very, very old school. Flowers, candy, uh, remembering birthdays and so forth. You know, it just, and see to me, you know, like Mother's Day, birthdays, those are what I call the required categories if you will I mean because you're not obligated to buy a gift but those are typically things that are intended to give a gift romance to me is every time I catch my husband looking at me and then when he knows I caught him he turns all red. He doesn't know that though. And then I just keep walking and I smile. <clears throat> we text each other. <laughs> How ridiculous are we? He's in his office in the basement. And I'm up in the princess tower. And <laughs> we text each other. We tell each other I love you. 
6,000 times a day. But you know what? I love it. Because if he ever stopped, something would be wrong. Or if he was ever gone, which, oh, I don't want that to happen. I'd miss it. So whenever somebody says, I love you, there's a lot of kinds of love. You know, like my husband, he's my best friend. I love him in that sense. But he's also my ride or die. My fall, you know, heart and soul. Together, we made a promise a long time ago to live to 102 and 110 because he's eight years younger than me. Yeah, I'm a cougar. I'm fine with that. And so is he. Don't judge me. We don't judge here. You are who you are. And I'm. Oh, yeah. I'm the princess. The princess romantic. Thirty years ago. Yeah. Wow. Thirty years ago, I was barely twenty. <clears throat> yeah, longer. Yeah, it's barely 20, 30 years ago. I was in Florida. I was going to school. And I had a CB radio. And yes, my handle was Bumpkins. And for those of you who don't know what a CB is, Google it. It's way before technology. Like this kind of technology. Like how cool is this? An iPad and a headset? I sound pretty good, right? Cool. Alright, so back to what we were talking about. Um. Well, shit. Now I freaking forgot. Son of a bisquick. Oh, yeah. So I was in school. I was on the CB. And this guy started talking to me. And I had a black smoky in the bandit trains in. And I had a 14-foot gold skip whip antenna on the back end. This thing could shit and get like nobody's business. And from a higher-up view, like an aerial view, it looked like a remote control car. This thing was bad ass. Oh, I love that car. Oh my god. I had a cargasm just now. Pumpkins. Mm. Let's not delve too far into after dark brain. Not yet. But anyway. So I go. You know, first of all, where's the common sense in that? You just met a strange guy on the radio. You don't know anything about him. Does this sound like a pattern? I think so. Because we did this when we were 14, six years earlier, and look how that turned out. Not well. But anyway, guy has a friend sleeping in the truck. And I look in. Oh my God, this guy was so sexy. It's blonde. It's like six foot four. And when and he had a mustache. And he was built. Holy fuck was he built. And he opened his eyes and looked up at me. And I smiled and he's like, he said, you're beautiful like an angel. I 
finally got out of the truck. <laughs> Damn near fell over. Because he's staring at me like we had locked eyes. You know, it was so electrifyingly passionate. Just that locking eyes. And all of a sudden he just kissed me. I swear it felt like lightning had gone through me. Talk about a kiss that made your knees go. This guy electrified me. Holy fuck. Anyway, we went to a McDonald's, him and I and his friend. And, uh, we were together. All of a sudden, my whole life changed. And, and um, we instantly started living together. Now again, where's the common sense in this? There is none. You know, I never thought I'd feel anything like that. He and I went back to my apartment. Oh my God. Raw, passionate, love making. And that's what it was. It's, oh, oh my God. It was so amazing. It was just like magic. It was like, I can't even describe how passionate this was. This is like something better than a movie because this was real. And oh my God, it was fucking amazing. And Um, we ended up going, leaving Florida, and, oh my God, the passion, and it didn't matter where we were, oh my God, 7-Eleven in Vancouver, I'm not going to say which one. Behind the bar. Not gonna say which one. This was before Fifty Shades of Grey. This was my Fifty Shades of Grey. And then I became Fifty Shades of Fucked Up. He proposed to me. And, um, got into a bar fight. I went outside to try to stop it. And all of a sudden, it was an unfair fight. And unfortunately, I knew the people that were in the fight. And he got murdered. And then my life became a hot mess after that for a long time. 
and I miss him every day. And then I met my husband. And he's the person who's supposed to be with me the rest of my life. Not quite the same passion, but it's still beautiful and it's very passionate. And my husband is very romantic. All right. <sighs> Tells her the pain takes over and I get emotional. But if that's the part of the brain we're in today, that's okay. It's okay. Because like I said, <clears throat> we're going to laugh, we're going to cry, we're going to be in all different... Wherever we end up, we end up. So. So that's good. <laughs> For those of you who've recently entered the brain... Every time you hear me say, so that's good. It's because my younger sister, the way she talks, she's very depressing. And I'm glad she doesn't talk to me because I couldn't stand it. I heard her talking to my mom on the phone. She kept going, so that's good. Ugh. It's like nails on a chalkboard. It's cool though. Whatever. So what everybody do this weekend? Did you chill? I chill. So. Huh. I'm looking at the news. And, uh, yeah, it's so depressing. And we just cried, so we're not going to do this. We're going to talk about crazy, stupid shit. Let's go there. Let's go there. You know, I think about all this stupid shit. Let's go to the time machine. Let's talk about childhood stuff. <laughs> Oh my goodness. One time as kids, we went sledding down the stairs in the house. It was really stupid because at the bottom of the stairs, it was like a three and a half. I don't know. Maybe four feet from the bottom of the stairs to the wall. Pretty stupid. And there was no way to turn. Or straight down and into the wall. How stupid. And that was my dad's thing. Anytime you were in trouble, you knew. Not only from the vein that stuck up on his forehead. And had its own little pulse. And the madder he was, the redder his face got. And the more this thing. I used to imagine it. It scared the shit out of me. It was like a horror flick. I waited for it to burst open and started shooting blood everywhere. Because that's how mad he got sometimes. Not saying we didn't deserve some of it. I don't believe you should ever hit a child with a belt. We're not doing that. But um, his favorite thing, you knew you're in trouble. How stupid are you? <laughs> well, you know what? One time, I had an opportunity to ask my dad that. How stupid are you? And the only opportunity I ever had, I was six. And I had I known to say it then, like I realized later, 
It would have been hot. This is in the 70s. It was 1975 or 76. Hey, I'm going to be 51 this year. Who cares? I look good. I look damn good. I'm not crinkled. I've lost a shit ton of weight. I'm eating better than ever. I'm still a pain in the ass. So whatever. What the fuck ever. Anyway. But how stupid are you? (laughs) So... We're having a garage sale. Oh, we gotta take a hit. Alright. And my dad has this window fan. And it's a double fan. And he's going to sell it in the garage sale. And now these things are outlawed. And after what happened with my dad, they should have been outlawed to begin with. Because they had sharp metal blades. And I don't know what the fuck. Now, where's the common sense in this? My dad takes the safety grate and lowers it. Turns the freaking fan on and sticks his hand in to oil it. Oh my God, he cut his hand half off. My mom had to drive him. Fortunately, the emergency room was literally at the end of like two blocks, three blocks. They got him. And had I known then... I would have absolutely said, how stupid are you? Like, seriously, who the fuck puts their hand in a metal, in any fan? I'm not talking about, like, one of those cheap-ass ones where you can still get hurt, but not, like, a metal fan. Man had to get a tetanus shot and all. And, ah, yeah, so how stupid are you? I wish I could have said that to him. I wish I would have even thought of it. Holy fuck. That's a how stupid are you moment. I'm not saying I didn't have my own. That I did deserve. You know, I I think back. All the times my dad said, how stupid are you? Well. Once. Well, it wasn't just once. So the question actually fared the second time, but the first time, I don't think so. Um, one time, I was I got a skateboard. My mom buys this thing. She's not thinking. I don't have any elbow pads, knee pads. I don't have any safety gear. This is like 1981. And, uh, yeah. So, I was trying to learn how to to do this thing. And, um, the sidewalk had shifted. Like, we had these huge old oak trees in front of our houses. And, because of the roots, the sidewalk had shifted. And... I went over it and lost my balance and broke my ankle. Two houses from home. Holy crap. I had to walk home with this thing. Fortunately, my mom came back from the store in time because my dad was mad. I was like, oh, I think I broke my ankle. And my dad's like, how stupid are you? And my poor mom, she walks in and he's screaming at her, swearing at her. Because my dad is not a rational man in any situational emergency. And uh, she says, well, what happened? I said, I think I broke my ankle. 
All right, well, let's go to the emergency room. Sure as shit, I broke my ankle. Ended up with a heavy plaster cast and crutches for the rest of the fucking summer. But then, as soon as it healed, I was back at it. And I got good. I got really good. And, um, the next summer, here's another common sense moment, not, the next summer, we built a ramp in the middle of the street at the top, so there, we went to the, um, part of the subdivision where the steepest hill is. And we set up a ramp at the bottom. Come on, I know some of you have done this. But we did it without safety equipment. How stupid are we? Yes. I went down the ramp. Like, I'd watched these guys doing it. And because I was boy crazy, um, yeah, I wanted to be like these guys. I, I shouldn't have ever done this. I didn't even have enough experience like these guys. You know, these guys are high school kids. These guys were badass. And uh, anyway, so I go down the ramp. And the ramp collapses when I hit it. And then a car comes out of nowhere and hits me. And I'm like, oh, my God. I end up in the hospital. Here comes my dad with my skateboard. Cracks the damn thing over his, his knee. How stupid are you? Shit. Yeah, well, after that, there's no way in hell I was ever getting on a skateboard again. Yeah, I'm lucky I didn't get killed. Oh, how ridiculous. So, yeah, in that instance, how stupid are you actually applies. Um, you know, I, I think about... You know, my teens and my early 20s when I was very much a wild individual. Oh, we've entered the Naughty Brompkins. <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, when I think about how many people... I had one night stands with and how many people, men, you know, how many men, because I've never been with a woman. I find it disgusting, but if that's your choice, whatever. I don't judge you. You don't judge me. Gay men would agree with me. There's nothing like a good man in your bed. But how many is too many over the course of a lifetime? Like in a five-year, six-year period of time, how many is too many? Trust me, you need more than two hands. And I'm not telling anybody how many. Just, it just looks horribly wrong. Horribly wrong. Um, but I had a damn good time. Oh my God, did I have a good time. I was young, I was carefree. But you know what? My life's good now. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't change it. Well, I would change not being in pain every day. But, you know, I love my husband. I love my daughter. We, we are an amazing family. You hear my radio? I love it. They're just playing such an eclectic bunch of music, music, part of my soul. Every song has a meaning. Every song has a memory. Because whether you hear a song for the first time, 
or the 500th time. This is, music is so good for the soul. It's comforting, it's, it's expressive. Oh, excuse me. Mm, got the ceiling fan going because I'm trying to keep cool because, you know, with these stimulators and this battery in my back and my hand, I'm, I've got to stay cool. Not like Fonzie thumbs up cool from happy days, but temperature cool. My friend Isaac calls me an eye shell. Because my stimulators work off of an iPad. It's pretty cool. In a few years, they'll change out my battery. I tell my husband I'm every man's dream as far as a perfect wife. And he says, why? And I say, because I'm battery operated. And he pulled off his Bluetooth. Oh my gosh, he could, my connectors, they were visible to him. Thank God he couldn't connect. He took a screenshot when he was, when I showed up on, on his phone under Bluetooth. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so him being an electrical engineer accessing my battery does it mean he's going to figure out how to reprogram it reconnect it because they stimulate the nerves in my spine throughout my body basically the main they stimulate the main nerves that go to your brain to help me stay focused try to stay focused off of the pain did I have my hand curls up? It doesn't fully straighten anymore because this fall. Anyway, I digress. I digress. So we ate like these amazing cupcakes the other day. Oh my God. The first one I ate, and this was on two different days. I didn't eat them. Back to back, I couldn't have. I would have been sick. The first one was coconut cream. It was a yellow cupcake. And it had coconut cream inside. On the top, it was frosted with coconut buttercream and sprinkled with fresh coconut. Oh my God, it was yummy. And then yesterday... I had a lemon cheesecake cupcake. It was a lemon cupcake with a lemon cream cheese inside and a lemon buttercream frosting. And it had the equal balance of sour and sweet. Oh my God, it had made me have a food gasm. Mm. Mm, I think I said another one just thinking about it. Mm. But yeah. My neighbor's dog, Dick, uh, yeah, my neighbor's a Bears fan. He looks like he could play for the Bears. He's like, fucking linebacker build but anyway uh Ditka he came over when they out walking and my husband gave him a piece of ham then a couple of days later he came back over and my daughter gave him a piece of ham now yesterday last night Squeaks was taking out the garbage because today's garbage day. And here comes Ditka out of nowhere. 
And he's sitting there wagging his tail, like looking at her. She's just grinning. Finally, my husband went outside to give Dick a ham. So we get this uh, food delivery every couple of weeks. We order from this place called Schwann's Shameless Plug. Best frozen chicken breast. Anyway, <clears throat> we ordered dog treats, ice cream treats, doggy sundaes for Ditka that are going to come on Thursday. And today is going to be 80, 89, something like that. It's really hot. Well, not really hot because Arizona's hotter, but for here it is hot. Um, so by Thursday, it'll be really hot. And Dick will have a nice little treat. So that's good. So that's fucking awesome. I love the Blues Brothers movie. It's fucking hilarious. Excuse me. Mm. I think I may take a nap. Somebody strayed away from the group and went to play very lulling music, putting me to sleep. It's putting Bumpkin's brain to sleep. It's making me in the couch. <laughs> oh my goodness. I cracked me up. I hope you laugh too. Because that's all we want to do. It's just a laugh. What good movies could make you laugh? Hmm. Blues Brothers. Smokey and a Bandit. One of my all-time favorite movies. Shameless plugging. Alright, let's take the hit before I go on. Oh. Uh, Fraggle Rock. It's out of on, uh, I think, Disney Plus. Shameless plug. Take a hit. Take a drink. I did both. I took a hit and I took a drink. I don't drink alcohol. The only alcohol I drink is Dom Perignon. And that's when I go to Louis Vuitton and I drink it for free. Fucking A, would I pay for their fucking bags? I should get the whole bottle for fucking free. But that's okay. They used to let me drink two glasses. Last time, they only let me drink one. But then I had something crazy happen, so... Um... One of my bags needed to be cleaned and have a little zipper pull um, replaced... And so I take it to the salon and they send it out. They send it, you know, to Paris where it came from to be fixed, which is very cool. All right, so I didn't think my bag was going to make it back in time for the holidays. This was my favorite everyday bag at the time. And, uh, yes, I'm not bougie, and yes, I'm fucking worth it. At the time, I worked very hard. My husband works very hard. I don't have to explain myself. Moving on. Just sit your ass down. We're not going any further on this. Anyway. So. Oh, he said so. I gotta hit it. 
when I went to pick up my bag. I tell the guy who I am and I show him my ID. Next thing I know, the whole this this guy is like lost his mind. And all of a sudden he's like, Would Madame require be requiring champagne today? What? So I say no thank you. And he says, would Madame be, be needing a private viewing room today? Like, what? What are you talking about? You know, I, I was so confused. I didn't know why this guy was telling me this. You know, asking me this stuff because I'm like, I'm just picking up my purse. And uh, well, apparently the last salesperson who had helped me put me at VIP status at Louis Vuitton. I have a private phone number to call t to let them know I'm arriving. My friend didn't believe me when I kidnapped her a couple of years ago. Yes, she knew that I was kidnapping her. Um, yeah, I, I called. The store wasn't even open quite yet. I told the guy my name. He said, what store? I told him what store. And I said, I expect to be greeted at the door with champagne. I said, I'm bringing a guest. And sure as shit, we pulled up right at 10 a.m. Those doors opened and my, there was my girl, my sales, my sales girl. And she had two glasses of champagne. A little dump here and yeah, nothing that bad about starting a day with a little champagne. <clears throat> Man, I can drink this shit out of that stuff. The dump here and yeah, I can put that shit in a sippy cup. I drink that by the vat. I could take a bath in that stuff. But I wouldn't want it because it tastes so good. Yeah, yeah okay, that's gross. Anyway. But, so yeah. Um... And anyway, so he, um, so he tell you know he tells me, well, you're VIP, blah, blah, blah. and I like, what? It, well, he he didn't say I am. He's like all of our VIPs, this that. He's like it says in your file that we are required to ask you as a VIP. On every visit, do you require champagne and a private viewing room? And then, and I said, what? Wow. I'm a VIP at Louis Vuitton. All right. I don't have a whole lot of them, but the two that I have are real. No knockoffs for bumpkins. Anyway. So, hey, Louis Vuitton's been giving out free hand sanitizer. Good for them. Of course, what your bags cost, you better be giving out something free for a change. No, I love Louis Vuitton. It's not about the name, kids. It's about the quality. One of my bags is almost eight years old. It looks just as beautiful as the day I bought it. Except the leather isn't brand new on the handles. It starts out that warm honey color, that real light. But over time, the handles just naturally darken. And it just shows the case the use of the bag and how much it's loved. That's how my everyday bag looks. My other bag, my going out bag, that one's about just as, as actually older. And it looks just as beautiful. The letter hasn't gotten as dark as my other everyday bag. 
but that's because it hardly comes out and it lives in its pajamas and its box. I take very good care of my Louis Vuittons. One time when I was working, I worked with some contractors in our building, you know, temps. <sighs> so I was stupid as shit. And I hate stupid. I didn't get me fucking started about stupid. But this woman says to me, we're in the elevator. I like your lowest Vuitton. What the fuck are you talking about, lady? I'm like, sorry? She's like, your purse. It's a lowest Vuitton. I said, it's a Louis Vuitton. She wants to argue with me. Yeah. So I say, hey, Siri, how do you pronounce Louis Vuitton? She repeats it back to me exactly the way I said it. Fucking dummies, don't child, tell me how to pronounce something. Stupid. He fucking stupid. Uh. See, ignorance, you can teach ignorance. Stupid, you just can't do anything with it. All right, so that's just an initial tour of the brain. Feel free to stick around, enjoy yourselves. I think Bumpkins is going to take a nap. And we will talk again. And listen to me at Bumpkins Brain. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I am on Spotify, Anchor, Google. I'm at Follow me on Facebook, Bumpkin's Brain, at Facebook.com. And also, feel free to leave me a message at anchor.fm forward slash Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, 350 forward slash messages. Have a great day. Be well. Be safe. Bumpkin's out.